Welcome to episode number 43 of the Games Talk Live podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another phenomenal show today because I have uh, the one and the only King David. But before we get into King, I just want to make an announcement here. I've already made it on Twitter, but I want to let you know the listeners probably listening never watch the show in their life because I do have listeners out there that don't even watch. But if you want to see all the action happen, yeah, come to YouTube, come to a live show every Sunday. It's usually 2 p.m., Pacific Standard Time, but today is a special time for my man King. But today is kind of special and bittersweet because it's the end of GTL. Not the end of GTL completely, but the end of season one. I'm calling it season one. Uh, I, I've got to take a hiatus due to circumstances out of my control. Um, but rest assured, I will be back for a season two. Things may look different around here when I do come back for season two because um again circumstances there's things that uh, i can't control um so maybe it might be avatars old school going on youtube live you know with the avatar thing no camera no clips any of that but i assure you i'll try to give you the best quality show that i can um maybe during season three uh it'll be all back to normal and i have so many plans to add more to the production of this show i've got a lot of big plans for that but again out of my control but I know this is kind of sounding like a Halo Infinite type, you know, plan, uh, you know, looking forward to these seasons, King, but it's just that way. And I just want to say that I, I thank all of you for making this first year, this first season, just so amazing out there. Everybody who's watched, listened, all my guests, I love you all. You guys have been amazing. Thank you. Um, but yeah, with that said, let's get on to this show with my man, King David of the Iron Lords podcast. Yes, their show is going on right now. So I appreciate this man taking time out and time away from his show with the one and only David Jaffe over there we had last <laughs> week. But King, welcome. Welcome, man. Oh, man. Blessings. Blessings, brother. Uh, I definitely, I told you, um, last show, um, I'm there. Uh, whenever you need me anyway. Whenever you need me, you call. I'm, I'm showing up. I'm like the level of growth uh, is incredible. I brother. appreciate it. Brother. I mean, if if you look at the first time I was on to exactly where we are now, because I'm marveling at um the setup and stuff, and we talked about stuff even before you made that jump over to you know camera, your own mm -hmm. show and stuff, and I was like, man, you could do it because you have the most iconic voice, and the fact that you found that lane, like you bring the arcade stuff in, and then. The, the special mm -hmm. presentation. I, I, I used to live for that stuff. Yeah. You know, the the um, CBS special presentation thing that I use at the beginning on the intro. It's, yeah. It's just this, yeah. it has a feel, it has a warm, uh, fuzzy dice in the, in, 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 in your, in, <laughs> on your rear view mirror feel. It has that feel to it that, you know, that classic, you know, Fonzarelli, A. Hit the jukebox type of feel to it. That's so that's it. kind of what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to build here. And if it wasn't for people like you that that said yes, of course I'll come onto your show, which I'm totally grateful for, I wouldn't have this. If it wasn't for the people watching, I wouldn't have this. And it's 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 honestly it's it's humbled me every Sunday. It makes it makes every Sunday uh, a day for me to look forward to uh, to because in the past I hated Sundays. It was the day before the work week. I couldn't yeah. stand it. I was always dreading, I got to go to work tonight. Damn, I got to go to work tonight. But now I, I wake up Sunday morning and I go, Gosh. I've got this show to do. 
I can't yeah. wait to do it. And of course, you all, I always have ILP to watch beforehand, and that's always a fun <laughs> thing to start off the Sunday morning. But I want to give a shout out to uh, uh, your baby Farva, or yeah, I think it's Farva. He's got a super chat. He goes, hit the like button. King's coming in hot. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, King will be coming in hot today because we got some spicy topics to talk about. Um, Patrick, before the show, he he sent me this super chat, and I have to shout him out. He says, you're the man, Fonz. Have to catch the replay. Got schoolwork to do. Getting my bachelor's in game development so I can hopefully help Xbox put some games day one. Thank you very much, <laughs> brother. And you know what? That's... I love this community, King. They're so awesome, man. Um, I got another one here from uh, Biff Rinaldi. Uh, great name, by the way. I always say that, Biff. Good luck on your move, Fonz. What up, King? What's going on? Yeah. So let's get started, man. Um, before we get into uh, the big topics, what have you been playing lately? Um, Immortal Phoenix Rising. Oh, okay. I purchased it before. It, it it was on sale and and I got it and it, mm-hmm. I just left it there because I was playing Elden Ring and I finished Elden Ring and I got the Remy ending. Not a lot of people get that ending, but I, I liked her quest line and I stuck with it. So I'm I'm playing Games Plus now. So I'm trying to go get other endings. Gotcha. Um, the game the game is really highly addictive in the whole go anywhere do whatever and now the game plus mode you already seen the world you pretty much know what you're supposed to do because i was fighting the last boss didn't even know i was fighting the last boss oh really right? yeah, yeah i never I, played I, the I, game so oh okay. well it's it's i'm not a souls dude okay all right and, and for me to put in over a hundred and some odd hours into this game and actively I mean, I, I turned off my um, uh, identification, like being online, my status. Oh, yeah. I turned off my status and uh, to just just play my game in peace because anytime I'm on, you know, people, let's play this or let's play that. I, I've, I purchased uh, Tiny Tina's uh, Avengers, all these games I have that's in the background. I just never really got a chance to get to it because of this mm-hmm. game itself. So I finished it, played some Trek, awesome. uh, Trek the Yomi and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And then I have to get into more stuff that's inside Game Pass. But that's what I've been playing right now. I just started Immortal Phoenix Rising. And I love those Ubisoft games. So the game feels like a breath of the wild to me right now. Uh, I got to shout this guy out. S Guest. He said, uh, GTL is like a pocket full of quarters. Two of them for a fistful of Bazooka Joes. The rest for the arcade. That's yeah. awesome. I like that. I like that. Remember Bazooka Joe? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, of course. Remember Big League Chew? Remember those? Yes. Yeah. 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 Those, yeah. those are gums that lasted, what, all yeah. the five minutes when you're chewing them. Those were jaw, jaw. It made your jaw sore, man, because you try to pack a whole bunch in your mouth as a kid. And just Yeah. Man, that well, that's why much. we was able to take a punch when we was younger. We was well, you know what? <laughs> Speaking of games, though, let's go ahead and uh, play five questions. Oh, my God. Here we five go. questions. All right, David, you're in the hot seat. So five questions. You've done it before, but it's a new new look now, and I've got a new suit. You like my suit? It's pretty nice. I love this suit. That's dope. All right. Yeah. I, I need to get a real one one day so I can wear it on the show and and, and do this. I, you know, I got yeah, a lot of plans good. for the future. Anyway, uh, this uh, uh, the first question here. It might start off a little easy, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. We'll see if you can get all four of these, and then, of course, you've got the... Um, subjective question. All right. So 
This fixed shooter, now it's a fixed shooter, released mm-hmm. into the arcades in 1981 by Namco. Can you tell me the name of the game just by listening to its opening music? Uh, is that uh, Galaxian? Oh, no. Galaga. It, it is Galaga. So Galaga. Yeah, I was like, either it's Galaxian it's Gal- or Galaga. Galaga. Yeah, so- see? See? Yeah. That's iconic, that sound right there. Yeah. Uh, this 2D action game with puzzle... Uh, okay. This 2D game with puzzle elements was released back in 1982. Take a look on your screen and tell me if you can name this popular game. You, you got your screen up? Uh, yeah. Cubert. Correct, sir. See, some of these younger guys wouldn't know what the hell that was, King. But you yeah, and I, we know this. Cubert got hard pause after a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that game was hard. Yeah, for and sure. It was the first video game it cursed. It, was it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah but it gave you those little symbols. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> All right, so. Here's the last um, trivia question, anyway. This wildly popular game was purchased by Microsoft in 2014 for $2.5 billion and is still enjoy- and it's still enjoyed today by millions of gamers across multiple platforms. Oh, Minecraft. Too easy. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, this is the last trivia question. What am I thinking? That was three. What was the all-time best-selling game on the PlayStation 2? And this is multiple choice here. Was it A, GTA San Andreas, B, Final Fantasy X, or C, Gran Turismo 3? Wow. <laughs> this is a toughie. Well, I'm going to have to go with San Andreas. I think San Andreas. Uh, Correct. You got it right. You, you know, uh, what was close to that was Gran Turismo 3. Yeah, Gran Turismo. But remember, they had the problems with it. That was the one that had the most problems. So... Yeah, that that yeah, I had to go. Yeah, uh, A spec. Yeah. So here's your subjective question: favorite game so far this generation? This generation means this generation. Yeah, this PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X. What do you like so far? It's still cross gen, so um, I'm going to go with Elden Ring. I like that answer. So you got what four out of five questions? Great I think job I got today. Five because I, 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 I thought you I said Galaga. You said Galaga right after. Okay, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Audience, I'll give, give it to you. Give I'll point. give it to you. I'll give it to you. You won five questions. Great job, man. I, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, thank you for playing along. We had fun. I love that. I, I, I love. Um, I saw this when you did that with um, uh, who who did? Oh my god, who did you do that with? And I saw the little suit and stuff, and mm. I was going absolutely crazy yeah bonds has stepped it up yeah i I, i'm definitely i got more plans to to add more production to it because i i I got a lot of plans i don't want it i don't want people to steal some ideas out there because i I, you know i've been seeing some things um anyways let's get on to this uh so elder elden ring what am i talking about elden ring for um so starfield redfall uh both delayed till 2023 now uh, this announcement first coming from Bethesda themselves, and this is what they had to say. On Twitter, they said, we've made the decision to delay the launches of Redfall and Starfield to the first half of 2023. The teams at Arcane Austin, 
Redfall, and Bethesda Game Studios, Starfield, have incredible ambitions for their games. We want to ensure that you receive the best, most polished versions of the game. We want to thank everyone for the excitement for Redfall and Starfield. That energy is a huge part of what inspires all of us every day and drives our own excitement for what we are creating. We can't wait to share our first deep dive into the gameplay for both Redfall and Starfield soon. Thank you for your support. King. What, what what were you thinking when you first heard this news or when you first saw that? Um, it really didn't move me at all. To be honest with you, uh, I haven't really played for the games. Um, I don't really know what the games really entail. Uh, they haven't sat there and, and said, okay, well, you know, um, this is you on the planet and going through a walkthrough of what you're going to be doing and, and stuff like that. So what I've noticed in this pandemic, um, or uh, in this uh, post-COVID, or COVID is still going on, uh, climate, a lot of stuff is being delayed, being new engines on Unreal Engine 5, or the fact that game development is being done in a different manner now. And for Microsoft and Bethesda to acknowledge whatever the fault is, come out ahead of it ahead of time, uh, before they can get people all, you know, thought about, like, or jazzed up, for it before june 12th let's uh let's let them know that it's not coming out this year i mean amaya matu said you know shipping a broke game is a broke game forever right because the initial mindset of the consumer sees this uh as a, a broken game so the fact that they said you know let's pull back we have enough money we have enough stuff in the queue we have enough stuff to show that we can actually put stuff out to fill in that space. That makes sense to me. Don't, don't ship anything when it's not ready. And Phil has been consistent on that. He did that with Halo, one of their biggest franchises and to do it with uh Starfield and Redfall. It's, it's no different, you know, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand the delays are, you know, in the end, they're a good thing uh, because you'll get a much better product in the end yeah or you should or you should hopefully um, but my they dis- delayed playstation delayed forbidden west oh well, what was it once or twice or something like that and i think they should have the um pushed it back at least one more time uh, mm. to, to fix certain aspects of it and i and i said the same thing with uh gran turismo i thought that the yeah. gran turismo should have been pushed back but i agree it's a different time now where the hunter is now the hunted Right. And you see the different strategies in between the two companies, because once the the hunter and the alpha predator is in PlayStation, where they were able to stalk their prey and put out their games at their leisure or when those games were done and was ready. Now, some of these games are making it out the door and it's not ready yet or they're not completely done and they do have bugs. And it's just certain little things that's that's telling in this generation when Microsoft can say, oh, we could take a step back for a second. And I believe that's the Game Pass platform itself that allows them that flexibility where once Sony gets their uh, equivalent up and running, they will have that level of, okay, we can go back on our back burner and put these games in here because we still have something for the public opposed to having nothing for the public. Yeah, um, the issues that I'm having here, and by the way, Hargeet Shani just put out a code for Elden Ring, and we have a winner already. Uh, The Game Complainers picked it up. He says, thank you, Hargeet. 
Um, yeah, thank you very much, Hargeet. He's one of the most generous people in this community, honestly. Hargeet is He's, pretty much on every podcast, giving away games all the time. Let me let me let me t- let me tell you something about Hargeet Shani. Um, he took to heart when I said, "Hey, we're going to be in packs. Pull up on us." Yeah. Uh, he pulled up on us. Um, well, you know, we we met up, and that's that's the stuff that I love meeting new people that share the same passion with us and engages with us Thanks. on that level. We're approachable. We're, we're gamers. We could talk games and we ate and we talked games and we had such a wonderful time. And he's such a wonderful host. Um, I'm telling you it's, it's the world needs more people like him mm-hmm. to help us go For sure. forward and, 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 and less people that are on the toxic side because we talked everything, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, PC, everything, VR, and, it's it's a love of games, so yeah, he's a, he's a credit. I love him. Now, now here's a, here's a few things I want to bring up that I'm, I'm sure that's going to strike a chord with you. Uh, you may not agree with some of the things okay. I, I bring up here, but um, I'm a little bit frustrated with Xbox for 2022. Yeah. I've been on the bandwagon for Game Pass for years now, and I love Game Pass. I I don't I, I won't badmouth Game Pass and say it's bad or anything like that, but for 2022. I just don't feel like they're living up to their promise um, with Game Pass. Um, it, holy crap, Hargeet! What the what the hell, dude? Um, again, Hargeet with the uh, huge super chat. See, King, this is this 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 is why the man uh, he's he's too much, man. Wow. Sometimes Hargeet with a four hundred dollar super chat says. My brother, I know you were devastated by the delay of Starfield. It's okay. Here's a code for the chat. Game Pass Ultimate for three months, guys. Pick it up. Um, and here's some funds to help with your move and keep Game Pass. Blessings. That's I'm you can't write it. It's 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 a uh, um He's a different type of person. He's a different breed, man. It's 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 a beautiful. Trust me when I'm telling you, it's mm. it's a beautiful thing to see. God bless. Yeah, it really is. It's it's amazing. And um, also thank you, John Wolf, with the five dollars super chat. It says Fonz King, love to hear your feedback on the on the news. Right, we hear you. Is uh, is the Xbox way? A- everyone has a voice, and Phil appreciates con- constructive criticism, and I'm sure he does. Phil is a good yeah. guy. I've talked to Phil. I'm not calling for Phil's head. So before I say anything you may perceive as being negative on Xbox, I'm not calling for his head. I'm not calling for Matt Booty's head. But I do have issues with Xbox and they're they're delivering on their promise for Game Pass in 2022. Yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like they put all their eggs in the Starfield and Redfield basket this year. And I think that they that was a little bit too much, I think. I think one of the biggest issues uh, that I have is the fact that they said that they would add AAA, you know, third-party games in between their games and stuff that they would put out first party. And all right. we've seen this year is MLB The Show. And all I'm yeah, hearing that's going to come game. from the showcase that they will announce, because there will be games coming this 2022 into Game Pass. Yep. There is. There's, there's quite a bit, actually. But yep. most of them are smaller titles. Um, you, you might get a Forza Motorsport. And, and that, of course, uh, since 
it's a triple A. But since 2018, all we've gotten out of triple A outside of uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator is Halo, Gears, and Forza. That's what we've yeah. gotten. And yeah. and that that is a problem. Like no no new IP. And so so we were waiting for this new IP. Hold on, hold on, King. We were waiting for this new IP, these two new IP. And it was exciting. It was like, yeah, you know, we don't know much about Redfall. We don't know much about Starfield, but we know the pedigree behind these studios. And so we're yeah. we're excited as fans. And as Xbox fans and as Game Pass fans, we were really excited. And now that those aren't coming to fruition in 2022, um, what do these fans really have to look forward to if they're looking for these big AAA games in Game Pass? Um, I think that was more of a fan creation of the, you know the whole thought process behind Starfield. I, I I never really got it. You know, I I guess I wasn't on the whole bandwagon before when uh, Bethesda showed it and was like, yeah, this is coming. And everybody was like, oh, Starfield. And all right, so it's a different time when Microsoft acquires Bethesda, right? So you can't go back to when Bethesda announced it because they were on their own cadence at that period of time. Now, once Microsoft acquires them, they're on a different cadence. It's a, it's, it's, it's a different schedule. Yeah. Uh, the game itself. Now, I, I honestly believe had they didn't get acquired by Microsoft, that game would have come out this year on time. Right. Um, and it would came out pretty much uh, with whatever bugs or whatever that was going to be inside. It would, it would have launched a la Fallout 76. Hopefully not. But Microsoft uh, saw the issue. Now you see the issue and, and you rectify the issue. The only the only way to rectify the issue is a, a delay. Right. It's, it's absolutely a delay. So some dude stood on this hard square, uh, you know, when when Redfall comes out and when Starfield comes out, you PlayStation dudes are done. Xbox, they first party starting. This is going to start the avalanche of games coming down your neck. This is going to be a 90 plus. I saw all types of stuff. You know, dudes are capping about a 90 plus Metacritic. It's going to be this and it's going to be that. I didn't know what the game was going to be at all. So I still don't know what the game is going to be. Uh, space drama, whatever. It's Star Skyrim in space. How could you not be excited for that? For me, anyway, that, that's what excites me. I'm excited for it, but um, again, I, I can't get... I, I'm, just, I'm just one of those people. All right, so it, this is the reason why I do Combat Talk with the King. I don't do a lot of... Which, the by the way, thing. I do want to jump on one of those with you someday. Oh, yeah, for sure. We are, you know we already talked about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I do. So... So the whole um, thought process is behind it is I only talk about the fights, night of the fight, yeah. right? Uh, I only talk about after the weigh-in, after I see the weigh-in, I know we have a fight. I know they're going on that night. We talk about it then. You don't get combat. And you get a lot right, too. A lot right. Thank you so much. I do appreciate do. it. But I don't do speculation. And right now, before these games is officially announced, there's always speculation mm -hmm. for when these games is going to launch. They gave them a date. Now they pushed the date back. This happens in life, and it's happening a lot more to us now during these times. But I'd rather them push the game back because if so much is put on these games, so much is riding on these games, why not get it right? Now, David Jaffe was on with us at ILP, and he, he's still rocking right now. 
he he had a um a very smart take on it the level of mismanagement on release dates seems to be a bit high and he's he yeah, attributes that, that. To, to 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 phil right and i say also i mean because if, you, if you're going to give him his wins you also have to give him the losses right Facts. this is how the quarterback goes Facts. All right, you just don't give him all the praise without giving him none of the blame. He he has to, you know, eat that in in its turn. This is care. why coaches get fired when teams fail. Right. I I don't care if you put Matt Booty in play yeah. in that in that space. Um, it's still the buck falls with you. Whatever. I love the fact that he is consistent in his verbiage. If a game is not ready, it's not going to ship. Yeah. That's it. He already I agree went with that. Crackdown stuff. He already went through crackdown. But I think the platform that that's there. Well, King, I'm gonna, I'm going to I'm going to give yeah, you something to really chew on here. Um, what like we're talking about management, mismanagement, all that, right? And that ties into what I wanted to bring up, and that's the fact that what about these studios? Okay, so the, for the past six months, we've been hearing about Undead Labs is in disarray. The mm-hmm. initiative is having problems. Three four three still can't get Halo together. Uh, rare had to completely start over on Everwild. Right now, if if management was doing their job, and I'm not talking about Phil or even Booty necessarily, I'm talking about at a management level within development teams. Right, and then you've got you know Booty right above them. Maybe if the you know everything was being you know the wheel was being greased, everything was being you know looked upon, all these games were being checked upon. Maybe this delay could have been softened with games that could have been put out this year by some of those teams. You've got, you know, State of Decay 3. You've got Perfect Dark. At one time, these games were touted to possibly coming in 2022. But because of all the issues they had, which they shouldn't have really had, I mean, there's no game to be put here to soften the blow for for these delays and i think that's part of a problem and that's part of what we're seeing at xbox is it's not just about starfield and and that for me it's not just about starfield being delayed why i was upset it's mm. about you didn't have a plan in place for nothing else for anything else it's like well that's, starfield that's or not, nothing that's yet to be determined as after june right um i hear rumble I'll, I'll give you that yeah so after June, then you know we can have our true assessment of Microsoft in in its in this year, because remember they didn't have anything in the first of last year, and they came to sweep the end of uh, mm-hmm. last year, and um, you know we know how last year went. So again, they 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 had this weird cadence where they let the first half of the year go and they come in the fourth quarter, and they always uh, shore up their their stock there, and I think the going out and getting these studios is to um to fix that deficiency playstation usually takes the first half of the year you see with horizon and um gran turismo and then along comes uh, microsoft for the second half of the year with forza and something else uh that's going to fit in those spots right um so I, I see it happening in that manner. And it's going to be a point in time where it's going to be the cadence all the way through. But the mismanagement of the studios. Yeah. Um, I think it's a Western thing. We don't know what's going on in these Eastern uh, companies. You know, we're too open 
with information, with what's going on. Uh, our level of having to have the new information now, I think that hurts Microsoft in the sense that they're open and honest and they, and they give too open. Okay, well, you know, this studio is doing this. And, hey, you can go talk to this guy. And he talks to that guy. And the, and the guy in Star feels, well, I don't like how the guns are reacting or I don't like how I'm playing uh, the, the ship mode and the ship doesn't feel proper. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, so when you hear that from a developer and you get that statement, that statement runs wild. Whereas you don't know what's going on in, in, in Forbidden West, right? Before the launching of it. You get the delay of the game and you say, oh, you get that two to three weeks before the game is supposed to come out. Oh, sorry, we're delaying the game. They wait to the absolute last moment to announce a delay where Microsoft just announced six months out, it's going to be delayed next year. So we're gonna we're not gonna hold you all the way to Christmas, and you you're thinking it's going yeah, to yeah, but there. but but there's here lies the problem. Just mm -hmm. until about a month ago, they were really pushing hard on that date, eleven eleven twenty two. Yeah, yeah, and and you know what? And it takes somebody to stand up and say, "Man, come on, man." Yeah, well, Flush Jackson is uh, Flush uh, Jackson is right here. He says there were re reliable rumblings that Bethesda devs were vocal to the studio management about needing the delays based on 11 11 22. Um, yeah so one person probably really wanted it out financially for the stockholders shareholders and everything and oh i i think the date was more nostalgic because it was the right. anniversary of skyrim and i think they really wanted to hit that target date i don't i don't really blame bethesda in this like again we've talked about the delays and we're fine with delays because again they make a good product in the end um it helps out but my problem with the whole situation is there was no real plan outside of that in place. Again, you mentioned to, June twelfth. You mentioned June twelfth, yeah. but I've heard a lot of things behind the scenes on what's going to be announced. And I heard there, you know, there's quite a bit coming out, but yeah. it's a lot of small games. Forza Motorsport could be that big AAA game, but again, Forza isn't really what's moving the needle. Well, it's, you want something new. They we we need new IP from Xbox again. Right. Since twenty eighteen, we have not had new IP. You're, you're That's a problem. For, you're looking for the new, and and I hear you. I'm looking for the new too. Um, but we're still at that that space where they haven't given us information. Listen, they're still the only ones holding on to that mystique of E three. That uh, oh wow, this is actually coming out. They listened last year and they put out nice trailers on stuff and a, a nice little roadmap. And again, a, a, an anemic showing with season two of uh, Halo. Very anemic. Uh, and it didn't get me to jump back in it, but I'm playing Elden Ring right now. Yeah. And I'm coming from a, a place of abundance, right? This, this is first world problems, to be honest with you. I'm coming from a space of abundance where it's not like I don't go upstairs and I don't have anything to play. I actually do yeah. but also i do look forward to these titles that they said that they're going to launch and these titles that are supposed to come out and i really i, I don't care about the stockholders and and and, and what me point they're lying for 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 this year yeah i don't think that they're going to leave the covered beer when it comes to game pass and and especially if game pass is the platform i believe that they, they're going to hit their mark 
with the games uh, for the summer uh, games fest uh, with Jeff Keegley and them. Um, I think they're going to hit their mark from September on to the end of the year on what games that they do want to release and how do they space it in that space where the availability of the console and also the the availability of certain software is, is it's in that space. I think is a strategic thought in looking at what's available as far as console numbers in, and it's the same thing with PlayStation and what to ship out, right? Um, if there's not enough consoles, because you say at this time, what we was looking at probably 20 million at whoever was the peak. And that should be PlayStation right now. They should be at 20 million or Xbox should be close to 17. And the more the millions, the faster the games come out because there's more people to sell to, right? I think that plays in hand in hand in a lot of these decisions and delay it six months. Um, a couple of well, numbers. The, so then, then are, are you speculating that God of War might be delayed? I already said it was going to be delayed. Really? I'm, I'm standing on that square. I don't You're believe standing it on it, huh? God of War. Yeah, it, 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 it was supposed to come out in 2021. Nobody, I don't hear no one up in arms on an IP that they like. They like. Well, it's something that they know about. To be honest, ever since the delay of Starfield, it, it now it killed my hype for any game that is supposed to be, you know, like if they say, give me a date for God of War, I don't know if they'll hit it now. Like, I don't have that confidence anymore. 20, it was supposed to be out in 2021. Yeah, I but hear the outcries. Where, 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 where's the fake outcries? And this is an IP that we know exactly what it is. Yeah, sure, it's DLC, but th this is this is an IP that we know exactly what it is. We know exactly what we're going to eat. We know exactly the, the the plate that is going to be put in front of us so we know what to salivate about and what it is. Yeah, and the fact I, that it was supposed to come out in 2021 and it's not, and it still doesn't have a date for 2022, where's the outcry for that? Yeah, the scary part is that it's there's only six months left in the year, you know, pretty much, and you've got mm -hmm. nothing on it yet. Um, but... I still have high confidence it's coming out this year, but I, I, I'll tell you, since the delay of Starfield, that confidence has dropped a bit because a little, yeah. anything can happen now. Like Bethesda, ever since Oblivion, Oblivion was the first, uh, the, the last time they actually delayed a game. After that, their Fallouts, their Skyrims, their, you know, all their other games that, that, that dropped came out on time. So, it really shocked me. I held them to that 11-11-22 date because I really believed it was dropping that date. I was foolish enough to go out on Twitter and tell people, you're nuts if you don't think that that's not coming out this year. So I got egg on my face I, for that. But I, hey. I thought they was going to hit their mark. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have any reason why not. And I'm like, okay, yeah. they hit their mark. But I but, don't really have that same jubilation when they're talking about Starfield because I don't know what it is. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm just going off basically what I love about their RPGs, and yeah. so yeah, I'm excited. I mean, for I'm excited. I was excited for Fallout 76. Right, so oh, not me. This, this not is the me. part where the temper of my expectations has come out to right because I was super excited for Fallout 76, and then when I got the product, I was like, and I was listening to everybody else. You know, shout out to Anchorman and everybody else. I was listening to everybody else, and Anchorman mm -hmm. went in. And he was playing it, and he was like, "It's it's a cool game." And then I was listening to other people and they were having a negative reaction. I said, you know what? I got to try it for myself. 
Yeah. So it started off as a first uh, a first day buy, then it turned into a wait see, and then I actually got a chance to play it. Now the game is totally different now. This day, if you actually put that game in, it is totally different from the launch game that actually came out. And had it get, got that time to grow or was on a platform where it was able to grow, I think that it would have launched in a different form. Please take the time out and launch this game that I don't know anything about and I don't want to be turned off from it, from anything, from any aspect of it. And don't come with the old rudimentary uh, gameplay that we had in Skyrim to, to feed off my oh, nostalgia. No. Yeah, Give me yeah. something new, it, yeah. something innovative, and something different. Oh, I, I'm 100% in agreement with you. Shout out to uh, Drawn TJ. He just says, hi, guys, in the super chat. Thank you very much. Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yo, Drawn TJ is my boy. He's ridiculous. He yeah. He's, oh, he's funny as hell in party chats, man. That guy's funny. Um, yeah, I want to go back to something you mentioned earlier when we were talking about mismanagement, you brought up, uh, you think it's a Western problem. Oh yeah. Um, because here, you know, I, I, I kind of agree with you in, in that, I, but I'm also looking at it from the aspect of, if you look at the Japanese, uh, companies, if you look at Sony over there and what they're mm-hmm. doing, uh, they very much have a hands-on approach where Microsoft mm-hmm. is a hands-off approach with management. Well, now it is. Do you think that's? Do you think that's an issue, though? Do you think that could be a big issue for Microsoft? This hands-off approach. It's. It could be. Um. Before they was hands-on. And, yeah. Until the point where they were reprimanded to the point that they felt that oh, Microsoft goes in and they messes everything up. They 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 meddle in everything or or. Oversight is good. Right. But too much oversight can work in, in, in a negative space when you're trying to work with these creative individuals. Remember, they're not in the same workspace anymore. They're working from their homes in some cases. Right. How True. do you manage from a distance? That's 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 the question that we're looking at now. How do you be effective? And you're not on site. Now you have to to word your stuff a little bit different. You have to go into a conversation a little bit different and understanding what the circumstances are. Opposed to you're at the job and you see Tony on the dock always smoking a cigarette and you're wondering why Tony didn't finish this level. You understand? So now you have to go at it at, in, in a different manner. I think oversight is good. And they have to properly manage and do that stuff. But I also think that they're growing and learning. They grew exponentially as far as how many developers they have now. So to to get that balance in that, it's like plugging a leak, Fonz. If you had a dam and there's a leak here and it's a leak here and it's a leak here. Yeah. And you can get to the point where you can spackle all of this stuff. <laughs> all right. I got it down packed. Yeah. I know that these guys is going to launch. These guys are in production. These guys are whiteboarding. All right. So we're going to talk about this. Oh, they need a proper manager here. They're learning how to be a, a, a great developer uh, and put out uh, high Metacritic games. They're learning this. They're, that's, that's not their pedigree. So the fact that their pedigree is changing right in front of us, um, there's going to be some growing pains, right? Hey, Zocker87, shout out to him. Uh, he says, at some point, David, leaks lead to sinking ships. Yo, you know what, Zocker? That is a fact. 
but also leaks lead into you building a better ship. Sometimes you might have to get off that ship and get into a better ship that doesn't have any leaks to fix up. This is why some developers gets dissolved and put into other studios. Yeah. You have to absolved. see what you're yeah. working with in order to know how to utilize it. So it might've worked over here. It might've worked when Bethesda was quiet in the corner doing their stuff and it's not working over here and they have to actually fix those things. So if the studio is not producing, yeah. a la, um, uh, what is that? Um, the initiative, mm -hmm. you got it and you fix it. Yep. Right. So sometimes you might have to throw out the boat because there's too many leaks in the boat in order to make a new boat, but you know what you got now. Yeah. Flush Jackson, uh, Jackson, Jackson, Jackson says, uh, with a $20 super chat. Thank you very much, man. Great discussion, gentlemen, peace, love, and health to both of you, you and your families. Thank you very much. Bless man. You. A, that's a sweet uh, message. Um, but he, I want to go back to this though. Right. Just if you take the typical gamer out there from the outside looking in, he doesn't care about what is going on. If they're working from home, if they're, Yep. If, if there's mismanagement or not, okay. all he cares about is my product, right? As a consumer, yep. where's my product? So yep. when you're looking at that, you get the perception that, yeah, there's a lot of problems there at Xbox. So uh, for, uh, for their, from their standpoint, they're looking at this situation and going, well, if you're not producing for me, why am I buying into something like Game Pass? Do you think this overall, yep. um, do you think this is going to have a major impact on Game Pass? This, this, delay here for the, these no. games because i believe that the twitterverse is the vocal minority i dare not the majority the, the average consumer doesn't have any idea what the hell starfield is doesn't know and doesn't care at this point um, I, I i would disagree because bethesda sells a lot of games both on pc and xbox right. so and i know they have a lot of fans that are waiting for this game Oh, so we're, we're not talking about the the people in the know. We're talking about the actual people that push the numbers. Yeah, right? but but the even if but what about the people that are within Game Pass? They're waiting for it. You think mm -hmm. they'll drop Game Pass? You think numbers won't won't drop? No. See, I disagree. You, I and you know why? And and let me tell you why. It's the same reason why I didn't I didn't drop uh, HBO Max once uh, it wasn't date and date in a movie theater. They gave me content. So that month that I'm ready to drop it, oh, wow, you released the Batman in here. That month that I'm getting ready to drop it, oh, wow, you got a new special that I got to see. And then you forget that month because you already paid for that month. And then the next month comes out and there's something else in there. They have their teams working on, shout out to Sarah Bond and the crew. They have their teams working on bringing content, compelling content to keep people in that place until... Uh, the reinforcement arrives again. They're looking at big games though. They're not looking for the next indie. No, they're looking for giant games, but what would you, you going to say? Uh, MLB the show is not a giant game day and date inside a game pass. Well, yeah, but a game like that, a sports game, a racing game is it's kind of niche, you know, it's not, right. it's not okay. going to hit the target audience that you're speaking of. Like let's, let's look at what game pass released in the past month. Right. Um, and and again, since 2018, no IP outside yep. of you know M Microsoft Flight Simulator and Halo Gears and Forza. That's it. <laughs> Yo, I happen to love. And, and and that's it, it's a problem. There's no new IP. Like, and and again, I'm talking about the people that don't really know 
anything about what's going on internally at Xbox. They're just looking right. at it from the consumer standpoint. You know, you know, what have you I got honestly, for me? What have you got I, for me? I, I, I honestly don't care what's um, going on over there. Like, I, 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 that's not my business to care yeah, about. That. I yeah, care no, about the games. That's all I do is play the games, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, new IPs, new experiences, new worlds, new adventures, uh, new puzzles. I want all of that stuff, yeah. right? But I'm mature as a gamer to know that uh, until it ships, I don't really care. Like, I don't care about what's what's i'm really janet jackson what have you done for me lately what's happening right now where are we at right now at this point and that's what i'm looking forward to so yeah they can say oh this is delayed but then i don't really know what you're gonna what what are you gonna give me to hold for us the hardcore though we see what's on the horizon right we see what's coming next year or or you know in the years to come at xbox they've got a lot of talented studios a lot of great games coming we see what's going to come but it's 2022 and not since 2018 have we got a new IP and and no. we're looking at it going where is it they, they got they got they got studios Would, but no new IPs yeah and those new IP see we can say until we're blue in the face wait for it just wait for it. but we we've been and we've been saying that every Two, but three how long years. have we been waiting for? Almost a decade, right? Well, no, but seriously, we've been waiting for it since like 2018. 20, All right, so you're saying the whole Xbox One, 20, since 30, 2013. 2013, but you had some new IP. You had Rise. You some had that wasn't even followed up on. No, they weren't. You see, that's it. Yeah, you tried. And this is this is the fear, right? Our, isn't the fear. And you had management our, change, too. In between then. Right? The the turnover is crazy. Division mm-hmm. is different. You have people listen, there was some games that came out that I want um a redo on. Right? I want these games to give me a part two to it. Let it mature. Let it go in the hopper. We don't know if these games are in the hopper. We don't know if these games are uh, ready to come, ready to ship, or they're they're talked about. They're being whiteboarded. I want a commitment level right i want to know That's okay starfield is going to come out and starfield is a it's a 10-year game and this is the this is the roadmap that we're looking for for this we have committed to this part of this game all right i can understand a commitment level because it seems like sony commits to their games even if they were failure but that's early on sony right we're still looking at it through the prism of the past. Mm-hmm. We're not looking at it as the zeitgeist right now. The zeitgeist right now shows us Game Pass is thriving for the content that's available now for the consumer, the average consumer that isn't 100% game on Twitter all day in the know exactly what's going on who did what over at bethesda who did what at activision oh these these individuals that are pushing the numbers that are that are that are the gauge that that what the companies are looking for aren't 100 percent in the know it's us the vocal minority that's telling people yo you need to worry because bethesda and, and I think it forms our opinion into thinking that everyone thinks this way. 
And okay, I'm so telling you, they don't. So okay, so um, for you, I want to ask you personally. Right. Are you worried about anything? Not not this specific delay. I'm not talking about Starfield being delay. But are you worried about anything going on at Microsoft with in terms of management when it comes to these studios and what their what their inability to produce a big AAA new IP in the past you know five years six years? Okay. Well, my my concern is three four three's mismanagement of the Halo game. I don't know if it's tied to the show. Um. I don't know if it's tied to the the move to the engine that we still don't have ray tracing in that game. All right. Oh, we don't, we still don't have forge. We still don't have a lot of stuff that was promised for this game. And I don't know why. So three, four, three, the mismanagement in there, as far as new IPs, I've been told about new IPs and they're, and they're coming. I can't force them to, to mm-hmm. to make these IPs faster than they 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 they're going to be made. Uh, games initially is a five year process, right? And we hope that there's no bumps and bruises in between to make it longer than that. And, and really we could, and we could add a couple of years there for you know the pandemic and them not right. really making too many strides. Sure, right. So we're we're looking now probably at a six seven year cycle for these games that they're talking about. And we want stuff so immediate. We we have this yearn for such immediacy in anything that, that we do. We order food, it's not there fast enough. Uh, we order Uber, it's not there fast enough. When is this movie going to start? How many previews do I got to watch before I get mm-hmm. to the movie? We are at a point of annoyance with any delays. Yep. And Stream more, instantly, man. That's that's where that's we're at. How we're thing now so the moment that you hear that you have to wait for something level of outrage and uproar coming from the individual that is spoiled to the point where we have microwaves (laughs) where we cook stuff like that yeah and remember oh to be honest we've had microwaves since like the seven late 70s so but but that's when it started though Mm -hmm. that's when our immediacy started and everything started we got air fryers and you know these things are happening now where the immediacy of the situation is formulating our mood if we can't have it right now if we don't know it's coming out next week we're upset like you said it's six months to the end, let's let's put this in perspective. It's six months to the end of the year. That game was going to launch in November, right? True. So that means it's two months at the end of the year. They told you it's going to launch the first quarter of 2023. So that means it's delayed for probably four months. Do you believe that after Cyberpunk 2077? <laughs> please. Like, delay it, please. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, look, if they need even more time than that, I'm good with it, right? Like, if take all the time you need. I've said that many, many times on this show, on your show, on everybody's show. Sure. If if a developer needs more time with their game, you can't argue with that, okay? But again, I I just go back to Xbox, and yeah. so you're not you're not you're not like worried at all that they've had no new IP and they're not really pushing well, big if, first party yet. If okay. If none of that have, concerns you, you don't look at it like they've stumbled over their own feet when they've had such good 
uh, goodwill that they brought upon you know gamers, and they built up so much goodwill the past couple of years, and oh. you're not you you don't see it that way that they're, the, the they're stumbling. Why, the reason why I don't is because the platform, which is Game Pass, has a steady flow. If I don't Game I don't see Pass, the steady flow of big games though. I didn't sign. Okay, per, for me personally, I did not sign right. up just for indie games. I signed up for big AAA blockbusters. I, I signed up for the first party titles, day and date, and whatever else drops inside. Right, yeah. and sometimes I just, I just, Fonz, we we come from Pong. Yes, yes. Okay, we forget right. where we come from. Remember yeah, Adventure? You were the square. All right, yeah, just, you were a square. So I, I yeah. don't. So yeah. I, I honestly remember Pitfall Harry. I honestly yeah. remember Pac-Man, yeah. um, where he he the pack dots was long uh, <laughs> rectangles. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I know where I come from. These indie games would have been super triple A games then. Right, so again, I'm. It's more about the feel of the game and what the game gives me. What I'm, what I'm looking for, in the game. To be honest with you, so a lot of these games, Game Pass is actually filling that void, and I'm, I'm going along. When I get to the next game, then it's the next big game. I know they cadence though. That's why, I know the second half of the year, Microsoft is like, oh, we're lit now. You know, mm. here's this Forza, here's another game in between two big games and then a whole bunch of Game Pass stuff that that, that, that get in between them. I don't like Microsoft first half of the year. I actually hate it because, excuse me, where Sony capitalizes mm-hmm. on the income tax time, uh, you know, as soon as income tax time, Nintendo does that too pretty well. Oh, Elden Ring capitalized big time. Income tax, got yeah, it, baby. Got you em. know that, that that period of time right there where you're a little bit more lenient in spending money, uh, a little bit money per strings is opening up right around here. I don't see why Microsoft isn't also in that same category. And hey, man, they got some disposable income here, even if it's for one or two games. There's disposable income in uh, the Western Facts. market during this tax season. Why aren't you in that? No. And then, you know, the summertime, it's really, you, you'll you say more indie stuff because the kids are supposed to be outside playing and off. Yeah, vacations, and all that. Right. Yeah. So you're not here. Yeah. And then su- so by fall, you're, you're looking at, you know, you're, you're looking for that big game. So that's why you've got the right. Saints Rose, the, the Gotham Knights. Those, 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 that's, and, and it's, there's no problem with games like that being delayed until the buying season. See, Microsoft is still looking at the oh. this console space in I, old metrics yeah i'd be happy with them getting uh you know one of those games into I game pass day and date i, th- I think they uh, but June still it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't address their problem with their inability to push their studios to push out you know oh, their big triple okay, a ips all right let's let's but, let's look at it from a future proposition oh first right? of all wait 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 i gotta i gotta i gotta call out this whiny entitled gamers Fonz, how much do you pay for game pass you game share it doesn't matter what the price is, uh, it's 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 different to everybody. It's you, the 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 experience here, uh, what you get out of whatever you're paying for as a consumer. If you're not happy with it, that's all that you know matters. Is is if you're happy or not. So yeah. 
if I'm spending just the same as somebody else who's having a blast with all indie games and he loves it and that's not what I'm looking for and I was promised big games within this service, then yeah, I'm going to be as a consumer upset and say, I don't like it. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I tell people all the time, speak with your wallet when you're not happy. It's not about being entitled. It's about delivering on a promise. These companies delivering on their promise. You should not pay for something that isn't being, you know, when they're not delivering on that promise. You should not pay for something when they're not giving you the product. I mean, it, it, it's silly. Uh, if you're happy with it, fine. But yeah, no. And, and, and by the way, I did cancel my Game Pass. I canceled it. I, I'm going to resubscribe when they start bringing out big games. If they bring out big games at the end of the year, guess what? I'm resubbing. I don't hate Game Pass. I just feel like it's not for me right now. That's all. Nobody's whining. So if you don't like it, you can leave if you don't like the dis- discussion here. Come on now. It's <laughs> I, we're I just trying to have a good time. Like like um the discussion, but all right. So games like uh, Trek to Yomi. You view that as an indie game, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's an indie game, yeah, for sure. All right, but it still uses the Unreal Engine. Yeah, still uh, a fantastic play. See, I think our expression—and I don't hate indie games. Don't get me wrong. I, no, I, I no, love no, indie no. Games. I, I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. It's the promise of the delivery of the big AAA games into Game Pass. When, it's not there. When I went into uh, Devolver Digital's booth, I didn't get that vibe from Trek to Yomi. I got a sub AAA game, a AA game vibe from it, right? And um, from from the, the project manager to the developer to... Uh, the promotional house, which is um, Devolver Digital. When we did the interview at Paxi's, um, go to lordsofgaming.net, <laughs> the marketing dude. Um, when when we when we saw it, and the fact that we found out that it was launching day and date inside Game Pass, I said that's a, that's another cue. That's another that's another like win for those individuals that want something to play at this period of time where it's a little dark in 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 that space. They're fitting all the bills as far as sports goes, right? So you have the yeah. sports kids there. Our hardcore so how many hardcore games have launched this year? There, there wasn't that many outside of Elden Ring, right. um, ML, MLB, I guess. You know, uh, that's why somebody brought up that that's to me before, problem. too. Like, I, I think it was Dealer who was talking to me about that. And he's like, there really wasn't much that was brought out yet. So what could they have done now? That's why I went to your, when you bring up your point about June 12th, yeah. if they do announce some bigger games there, of course I'd be happy. Of course. We, we, we got to see because they're the only ones that's holding something. But we'll give a date. But my overall disappointment at xbox is the fact that they just haven't been able to put out games uh their triple a games you know and that's that's what i'm disappointed with it's like what is going on there i mean we've had delays at sony as well there was delays there too don't these games that came out this year were supposed to come out last year horizon forbidden west was a last year title but they still had games last year you know they still had and i think and and that's why i went back to your western 
think of last year. I think, think that their their management, the way they manage their studios, I think is is a better situation over there. I think so too. But oh really? What I, wow. You, yeah. You you also I, of course. Okay. But you okay. know what they they I respect they've, that they've gotten they've gotten the ability to do so. Yeah. This is learnt behavior. Mm. You, you, you're trying to tell Microsoft to chew gum, ride the unicycle, and juggle at the same time because Sony's doing it. Well, Sony learned it. Mm. They learned how to ride yeah. the unicycle first, then they learned how to juggle, then they threw the gum in their mouth. True, at no point true. in time was they having to do all of that stuff while trying to gain. Yeah. They they've all they've actually also learned how uh, how to um, uh, just co-develop games. You've got different yeah. developer uh, development teams over there at Sony that that co-develop games, help each other out, things like that. That that on. hopefully at Xbox they'll start to cultivate that type of uh, energy they, they and stuff. They've talked about it. They've talked about the 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 talking in between developers and sharing technology across the boards to yeah. help efficiently uh, get games out at a different cadence. Yes, this is absolutely growing pains. Anytime you get such an amount of studios, so many people in the room talking at one time, yeah. people are still learning their place and having the conversation. Sony, they already know. When you have Naughty Dog and all these dudes inside the room, and you have everybody inside the room. Okay, we already know we're going this way, we're going this way, we're going that way. But it was a time mm -hmm. where they didn't know. Yeah. And they weren't hitting these marks and this that, stuff wasn't happening. There was that time. We we remember with the PS3. This, we remember that's, that. That's what I'm saying, Fon. And even so, the beginning of the PS4, we remember did that. Did we go crazy? Yeah. Now, actually, year, I, actually, I, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, yeah, no, we didn't no, go crazy. No, we really we didn't. Because we didn't have Twitter. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't go nuts about it like that. Uh, there were some forum spaces, but they, yeah. yeah, those weren't very big. Ham Solo has a good uh, point here. He said we lost $120 worth of service this uh, from the service this year. So he's right. What, I mean, what, what, what without, are you talking about? Well, without Redfall those, and Starfield. With those two games? Yeah, for me, oh, no. but the way I look at it, they lost that. I, 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 all right. Uh, the, the, from my perspective, anyway, and so, for many, I'm sure. So, all right. We got, we got, let's, let's look at last year, right? Last year, Sony games slipped from the previous year to the early of last year, and it worked out for them. Same thing happened this year. The game slipped from the ending of last year and shipped now. You had the, the Gran Turismo and you had the Forbidden West. Great stuff. You garnered the whole conversation in the beginning of the year. They mm -hmm. launched Buggy. They launched with a little bit of problems, but you still launched the game. You still came out. And again, none of those games are inside a service. Their service comes in June. Why? Because they have nothing there. Nothing is announced for this year so far, but the service. So now we can put these games that we launched earlier into the service later on so we can get past for the rest of the year. They're building their platform. It's going to be growing pains in that space because they're going to learn how to juggle and ride a unicycle and have that bubble gum. Mm -hmm. Microsoft is learning how to manage right now. My, my frustration with them is the first six months. You take the first six months off no, the season started already January 1st. So what do we have in January? What do we have in February? What do we have in March? What do we have going forward? So 
the first half of the year, and I don't, and I, I, next year, if they start off next year with a Darth for the first six months, then that's unacceptable. That's absolutely unacceptable. The cadence has to be. All but right, that's Red how Ball, I'm feeling right now that it's unacceptable for the second half of the year. But I think but you're saying wait till E3. And I guess I, my mind is just trained to just hate that saying. Wait, wait till E3. E3. I, well, I, I, I hate that I, saying. I know we're going to have Forza. I, and for some people, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I care for Forza Motorsports because Forza Horizon was fantastic, but I want that little structured racing thing because I was looking to Gran Turismo to fill fill that mm. void. I thought I was mm. going to blow it. How did you like that? I didn't buy the game because oh, there was too wow. much crap going on with it. Oh yeah, I don't blame you. All the so microtransactions and stuff too. Just but I I I that was the game that I was going to play my PlayStation Five with. Mm -hmm. That was it. I was like, okay, I'm getting in there. Here we go. I really <laughs> wasn't a, a Horizon dude because. The first one put me to sleep every time I played. It was like a chore to finish it. But Gran Turismo was definitely going to be my space. So I'm looking forward to Forza. That's one of the first party games it's coming from. We don't know if there's another first party game that's going to launch unexpectedly. Right? But then yeah. there's also deals that we heard that they're working in the background with yeah. some stuff with Disney and some other stuff. We don't know what's available. We also don't know what's being gobbled up by Game Pass. That's the platform. I have supreme confidence in the last half of the year because that's what they do. My problem is I have zero confidence in a first half of the year. And mm -hmm. I don't like it's like a boxer who takes off the first six rounds because he feels that he can win the fight either by knockout in the second half of the fight. All right, what so, if that punch never lands? So let me pose this question to you. What if in the second half they don't bring you Forza and there is no AAA gonna, game? That's when you're going to hear me on your platform mm. announcing the practices that's going on over there and talking about mismanagement. Because yeah. if you do not deliver a trip, one AAA game from your studios this year, it, it, it from September on, and then actually have double A's from your other little studios that's inside there and fill Game Pass with something to have that that our holiday chair, our, our season of buying, because in the Western market, we buy from September on to December. Facts. So if you don't fill it up there, then I have a problem. Right now, they're stuck in that same nasty rut that I don't like that first six months of the year. I don't like it because mm -hmm. the level of conversation to it is it's not good, but they already took measures in fixing that for next year because they said Redfall and Starfield is first half. So you already know in 2023, oh, first half is going to be lit. And then we know how they do in the second half. Oh, we good then. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? If that happens, I hope it doesn't happen. I, I'm I don't wish delays on anything, but if it, if it had to be delayed, Forza, then you know it has to be. Well, there's no delay. There's no announcement anyway yet. This yeah. this is all speculation, but it's highly probable speculation. Um, we've heard a lot of things behind the scenes saying, yeah, this game is coming this year. So, if you're into Forza, look for it. Uh, Gamers Watch from Gamers Watch Podcast. Uh, thank you for the $10. He says, my frustration with Xbox currently isn't that that the hands-off approach cl clearly isn't working. 
Phil is doing great stuff with Game Pass, but something isn't working internally. Fingers crossed uh, it lines up. Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. You know, that's, that's where my frustration is, though, too. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's really frustrating. But who do let we me... point the finger at when we talk well, about um, Sony's mismanagement? Jim, right? Yeah, you ha but you have to point the finger at multiple people. See? You have to point the f finger at your development team, your development team leader, you, uh, you know, people like, you know, at Xbox, Matt Booty, and then yeah. then you go point fingers at Phil Spencer, too, because he's above all of them. So but you all... the buck stop with him? The buck stops with him, for sure, for yeah. sure, for sure. But, yeah. but well, I, you know what? I hope, hopefully they get it better. Hopefully they get so, better. So last, last thing I want to bring up with you, uh, is this uh, June twelfth show? What do you think that they could do to make it better right now for the people? Like I was talking about earlier, from the outside looking in and saying, "Man, there's a lot of issues there at Xbox. They got no games." What do you feel they can do to make those people feel a bit better? All right. So for the for the past two years, um, and in two E threes and all these uh, indie shows. We saw games that haven't been released yet, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of these games. Well, make sure that they're released this year. Make sure that those games have day inside Game Pass. Make sure that giant robot game that was ray traced, that game has a date inside Game Pass. Make sure that this game has a date inside Game Pass. Make sure you map out the rest of the year inside Game Pass. So all those games that we yeah. saw, that's just the games that we saw already from the indie show that hasn't been released and from Microsoft E3 shows that haven't been released yet. Let's let's get that. Uh, remember Vampire Masquerade and all these other games? Let's 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 get these dates for those games that has been announced and shown already. I'd rather not remember that game, but okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm, 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 I'm a huge vampire to master. Oh, you do dude. like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a nut for that. I brought a whole PC for that back in the day. Damn. Oh, um, yeah. I'm 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 Legacy of Kane, dude. I'm super vampire. Van uh, dude, I like Twilight. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Sparkly vampires, too. Oh, no. <laughs> it is what it is. It is um, what it is. But, okay, so do that. Have those games there. And then show what games that you are working on that are coming out uh, in the in not-too-distant future. You say mm -hmm. six to eight months. Do the six to eight months things. Don't don't talk about things that's five years out. Who cares about Guys. that? Uh, give give us the six to eight months thing because you have enough studios to keep that. And the way that we consume media is different now. So we could put out something mm -hmm. informational wise for six to eight months. Do that. Stick to that schedule and I'm good. But give me my Forza at the show. I want to see that. And I want to see another beloved franchise and give me a better roadmap for Halo. Give me a better roadmap for Halo. Yeah. Knowing that more single player content is showing up and more uh, Forge or whatever the hell else is supposed to come out. Give us that stuff. Show us that stuff. Show it so we can see it, so we can know it's tangible. And you can give us a date around it that we can actually stick to. That could take the bitter taste out of our mouth. Pause from Starfield being pushed out and Redfall, which I know nothing about, but it has vampires, so I'm intrigued. 
You know, I, I told somebody this uh, yesterday, and I, I, I stick by it. Um, I think that if 343 had their act together and they would have pushed out Halo Infinite last year and it was all complete, they had, everything was good to go, um, and there was no qualms about the multiplayer aspect of the game, I think, this would, I think that would have really softened the blow of this delay. I think even just that, the fact that they did put out a, a full finished product, you know, even if it was Halo, but people were having a blast with the multiplayer and there was no issues, you know, and people were just, you know, on a high from that. I think that would have helped out a lot. And, you know, it just, it just sucks because again, it goes back to that perception that Xbox isn't delivering these games. And when they do, it's, it's half baked and it's sad. I, I, There's a narrative that people like to stick to. We're not going to act like they weren't producer of the year and highest Metacritic in Metacritic history, right? Last year in a Dolph year where they didn't play for the first six months and they ended on the, the last six months of the year strong. All right. So we have to give them, they earned the right, for the June twelfth, yeah, they they earned the right to hold on. This this is a different uh, company. I think he's earned the right to have the the benefit of the doubt because he had the balls to step up to say, uh, "We're going to put these games on hiatus until next year because I it's not up to the quality that we want it to be." You know, um. Heavy is the head that wears the crown and trust. You always want to deliver great news, but you always want to be real with your constituents and the people that put you into place. They put him into power, right? You want to be real with them so they can know they can look you in the eye and say, you know what, but at least he's going to be real and drop it how he's supposed to drop it. He's, he's, he's not going to sit there and spin it and tell us, Oh, we believe in generations and then spin it on us. Or yeah, yeah. he's not going to tell you, you know what? Oh, if, if the game isn't uh, ready to ship, we won't ship it and still ship it. And don't tell me about Halo. He gave you the core basis of Halo. The game is a functional game. Mm-hmm. If you want to co-op and stuff like that, and I know that's a staple for some people, buy the game when that part a comes out. A lot of people. and Right? N- not for me. Like that's still, me, but the, but that still hit player. that still hit hard, you know. Amongst yeah, you know, the media pushed it, uh, gamers pushed it. Like they wanted a delay there just for co-op, and I yeah. don't disagree with that. Like it, co-op isn't for me. Co-op isn't for me, but I pushed for a delay for it too. But but, but Fonz, look, that game doesn't come out last year in in November. Co-op still isn't there. We're going into June. That was the reality of what they were looking My at. My Halo gears and Forza. <laughs> <laughs> so think think about it. The reality, they're not there now. So what you're gonna yeah. do? Hold it until November again? No. You know, honestly, I mean, you know, if it's not ready, we talked about this. Delay the game. You know, it's it's it just sucks. Again, it, I don't want to keep harping on being too negative here, but. 2022 for me is dry as hell. And if God of War, 
Now, and I hope it doesn't. I, I, I'm confident it's going to come out. But if it gets delayed, both consoles for me are going to be pretty damn dry. And that's not to say I won't play be playing any games. No, you've still got Saints Row. You've still got Gotham. But as far as first party, both companies are looking pretty spooky if God of War was to no, be delayed. Fonz, the PlayStation has done good this year. Well, they had a game come okay. out, and I didn't care for it. Okay, That's my okay. personal preference. Rega- okay, Ir- regardless to... But I understand they brought feel. a game out, and they made a lot of people happy. Two, two games. Yeah. They yeah. did two games. But and they yeah, did it. Gran Turismo 7 had a no, lot of backlash. I, I, okay, I don't, I, I'm just talking about from the consumer standpoint. Yeah, no, right? no, you're right, you're right. The, and I didn't expect, I thought, I lost, I lost my knees to that bet. Because oh, I really? Thought, yeah, I thought Gran Turismo wouldn't launch close to uh, Horizon. You understand? I thought they was going to stagnate the launch. I thought they was going to push it out. We would have lost. I would have lost that same bet last year to Forza, and and I should have known. I should have saw the writing on a wall to Forza and Halo. They launched very close to each other, and they did the same thing with this. I guess they don't think racing games uh, garner the same respect as a, a story-driven game, right? As far as a Horizon does, and as far as Halo yeah. and, uh, you know, Hor- uh, Forza. They launched these games in the beginning of this year. Yeah. Now, it sucks for them that Elden Ring came out. Had no oh, Elden Ring man. came out, these games would... <coughs> Horizon me. especially was just overshadowed completely. Yeah, but because of, of, of what the game's perception is, you know, how you see the character. Mm-hmm. But they did they did good this year so far in the beginning of the year because they're keeping they're keeping their their fan base satiated with something for the first half of the year now and also remember MLB the show did launch it didn't launch in in game pass but they launched the game yeah so you have three games that's on the PlayStation that are actually Facts. really good games and they gave you some DLC that they're talking about with the um with the the, the shooter game that they have and it's free DLC Mm-hmm. This is supposed to be coming out for them, so they give you a nice little roadmap. I and I and I applaud Sony for the first half of the year. I'm not gonna lie, I can't wait. Oh, you have to. Yeah. It's on that cadence, but then for the second half of the year, Sony usually sucks. Always, right? Yeah, they you typically don't put games out in the fall or even you know in the holiday for sure. Typically, they don't. So, yeah. so that's that's. This is where we're at with it. One picks up the first half of the year. The other one picks up the second half of the year. I'm tired of that give and take type of thing. I really want one to dominate the whole year. <laughs> and, and that's wow. what I'm looking for. That's what I'm expecting for that to happen. And, and yeah. whoever does dominate for the whole year, because if God of War does come out at the end of this year, Oh, they the dominate the year. year. Yeah, they dominated oh, the year for for sure. Um, okay, one last question: What do you hope to see? What is your What do you hope to be surprised by at the June twelfth show? I want to see a Forza. Forza that looks like the trailer. Oh, so you want it you to know, be that realistic? And I want it to be what you promised. Mm. All right, because the Gran Turismo that trailer. I go back to that trailer right now, and I look at that trailer, and I get goosebumps. Mm. And then I saw the finished product, and I was like, "Nah, that that's not it, B. Like, with the the graphical downgrade, what's up, right?" So, no, I and I swear I'm gonna rip them a new one 
if that Forza doesn't look like that trailer. When those cars was coming down that hill, my man, you better deliver that to me because that's what I want. I want next generation driving. Mm-hmm. All right. When I played Drive Club for the PlayStation 4, I knew I was playing next generation driving. That those did look nice. It looked nice. Boy, that game looked. I don't care about the invisible yeah. walls, what they're talking about. Graphical yeah. blew me away. Wow. That's not asking. And, well, that's not, not asking, asking too much. much. I think Series X can can produce some pretty nice they graphics. Better. So yeah, I, I think you're going to be in good hands there because Forza Horizon 5 looked incredible for what yeah, it did. But I, I wanted to blow out that. Oh, it should. Motorsport usually looks better. Yeah. Yeah, Better. And Uh, then I want Game Pass bangers. Oh, of course. We all want that. And I'm not talking about... Yeah, everybody wants to pie in the sky. Everybody wants Microsoft to go over to WB and go do this and go do that and you should do this and you should do that. No. What I'm asking for from Microsoft is all those games that I've seen for the past two years that are not out now, get them out this year. All those those Mm. third-party games that were those indie games, uh, it's a a a lot lot of them. That's a lot to ask. You you remember the third-party indie game? And I forgot what the the name of the ninja game was, but he had a gun, he had a sword. It was first person, and he said only two people made this game, and it had ray tracing. Oh, you're talking about that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And, and yeah, you're fighting all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, Where the hell is that game at? What was that called? Chat, you remember that game. Yeah. There there was a demo on it. Yep, but it wasn't that game. It, it was it was the previous game the in previous the, in the line one. of that game yeah right okay so and that was the game that was made for the PC no yeah. I want that game okay get that game out and then um also finish up the the all those indie games I want that giant robot game that had the ray tracing I want these games that you showed make this is the year of fulfilling those promises made for the last two years of games that were shown at your indie shows and your regular shows and finish it out. I don't, I don't give me falls and give me the rest of that stuff, but give me that stuff that you show before to show me that, okay, you got a handle on this stuff mm-hmm. and this stuff can come out and then we can worry about the big stuff next year. You know, the only thing I ask for this year is a lot of gameplay. That's what I want to see. Um, especially with games they've already announced. I want to see gameplay. I don't want to see CGI trailers over and over. I want to see gameplay. I want to see, I want to see the Starfield deep dive. I'm sure we're still going to get it. We're still going to see some of Redfall, uh, get a better understanding of both those games. And then, uh, I really, but the one thing I really want to see gameplay of is avowed. That is one I'm really excited for obsidian in my book are just amazing developers. I think they're one of the best there at Microsoft. I want to see Avowed. That's what I'm hoping for. Do you, okay, so you'll be happy if they show you Avowed gameplay. Gameplay. Yeah. I want to see um, uh, Ninja's Theory's game, um, Senua Saga 2, Hellblade 2. Oh, yeah, I'd like to see gameplay uh, for I'd that. I'd like to see it looks incredible. gameplay from the gameplay that we did see. I would like to see more of it fleshed out. See, this these are the things. They have this stuff. This stuff can be shown. Will it be shown? This that's that's the only thing. I, I think I think Avowed has a very good chance of showing gameplay. 
Uh, some people are mentioning Fable in the chat. No, don't don't expect Fable at all. I think that's years away. Um, we're not going to see Fable. I don't think. I, I'm just going out on a limb here and say no. It's not going to be there. Gaming Forte, thank you very much with the super chat. He says, I was told that King flew the coop to one of the best podcasts on YouTube. Thank you very much, man. Plus, it gives me a reason to support my brother Fonz. So as always, hey, King, boo-boo. <laughs> hey, Forte. <laughs> yeah, I know you guys go back and forth on that with ILP. It's hilarious. But yeah, thank you for, for, for joining, man, King. I appreciate you. That's, that's, that's watching. Um, I had to come over here with my man Fonz. I appreciate I, you so I, I, much, I, I, man. You trust me. I died for that David Jaffe interview. I begged for that David Jaffe interview. But again, I had to give my time there. I, I feel but, bad, man. I do feel bad no, no, because you, I didn't want to take you away from that. But don't do not because yeah. I got a chance to express my 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 love and my admiration for the dude. Uh, because trust me. But what people don't understand is I've been there in the beginning of PlayStation when PlayStation didn't have an identity. He gave PlayStation an identity. Yeah, he, he did. gave them the rough edge with the the twisted metals and twisted metal and God of War and, and, and the God of War. He gave them that identity. He made them the biggest baddest asses in the room. Yes, you, you know. So you you got to respect on a Western exactly front anyway. He yeah, he did. right. But that. He was the face, though. Yeah, for, for the Western games, uh, he really was. Um, before him, like, we were all about the JRPGs and, you know, right. whatever they, the Tenchus and things like he's that that they had to give star. us. Yeah, He's yeah. a rock star. He is. And, you know, a lot of times he, he's humble as hell to, to even take in that level of praise because he tells you it's a team. But remember, the buck stops at the top regardless yep. to what. I don't care what anybody say. That's nice that you have a team. Yeah, Phil doesn't do it by himself. Phil is not moving all these parts by itself. He has a team, an incredible team. Sarah Bond, Matt Booty, and the team, everybody, Aaron Greenberg, everybody down the line. Uh, everybody that said, people that didn't mention, they work. But he, um, David Jaffe, was one of the pillars in my gaming history. So I did appreciate everything. And I wanted to have a conversation and sit down with a man that I admire. That's, uh, that's, Three more people. It was the I same for me, brother. Interview. It was the same for me with Jaffe. When I saw it happening for you, Fonz, I sat there and I was elated. And I was so jealous at the same time because I was like, <laughs> my man is doing it. That's, like, really why doing do you, it. Why do you think when Cog hit that super chat you know, and, and said that he was asking Jaffe to be on the show, I was pushing him. I said, you need to go do that show. That Dude, you know I was asleep at the time, right? Because yeah. I, I usually catch you like, when I go to work. At yeah, night. yeah. I had uh, to push um, it, though. Right after the podcast, I'm usually because I had to see my brothers get that, you know, Jaffe there. You know, I had That's to, man. Stuff, man. And he's, he he was such a good scout. Like as far as I tell people anyway, you know, um, he's he's been in a professional in, environment. And he doesn't curse all the time. So if if people think that is who he is, you you don't know exactly the man. All right, so no, but, that what I respect about that guy is the fact that he tells it like it is, and he, yeah. he means what he says. He doesn't just say bullshit to say bullshit. He yeah. he, he tells you what he he means, and I I, I love it. I, I I think that I I don't always agree with him, and that's okay. But at least he's honest, and we can have a civil discourse and talk about things. And yeah. I love that, and and I've always respected him. And I told him when, and and it was the damn truth when i made this show he was one of the first industry guys i was like i really want to talk to jaffe exactly i really want to talk to jaffe 
What? Okay, let me ask you a question. Where, where did that came from? Come from for, for you? Uh, it's just knowing the guy that was, you know, seeing him on right. YouTube and going, that's the guy that I loved his games for and everything. And that's the guy that I want to talk to because I got to know him more watch through YouTube, watching him right. talk and, and, and just, uh, you know, be straightforward. He, he was just such a character, but at the same time himself. And I was like, I'm blown away by this guy's, uh, when people ask him questions, his answers, they're very thoughtful um yeah. just sensible um i, I was just like I, I need to talk to this guy i need you, to you know you know when it happened for me um and my opinion of that happened and you got that part out of him right when i watched your interview with it uh it happened with god of war 2018. Mm -hmm. oh i had you know, to ask him about god of war 2018. i was yeah, like i, I want to know his true feeling here yeah my and that's what i loved about it I said, my, my thought was immediately when I saw it, I said, oh, this is not my God of War. Immediately. Not saying it's not a good game. It's a great right? game, but it's not it the traditional it was, God no, of War. It's, it's a good game for me. It wasn't a great game. Spider-Man was game of the year. That game was a good game. I don't even believe that. I disagree, but I respect it. I respect it. I don't even believe that. I believe that they took the name and did whatever. Whatever. Mm -hmm. um, Dad of War. But my whole immediate thought was to the creator, right? To David Jaffe and how they, how I felt that they bastardized the character to the point of taking the biggest, strongest alpha male in the room, the biggest, baddest dude and turned him into a babysitter. Kind of demasculated right? him a bit. Did boy, oh boy, did yeah. he, when he, <sighs> a little bit. Right? No, not a little bit. A hell well, of a we if you played the uh, the traditional God of War yeah. games, guys, you would know yeah. what we're talking. You know about. what we're talking about here. So it, it was it was a huge drastic change, and he he admits that that character needed to make that growth because from Ascension, they probably saw the numbers dip and people got desensitized to what was being pushed out at that point in time. I'm not taking anything away from whatever avenue that they decided to go in and what they decided to do with the no. character going. And in. Jaffe doesn't but, either. My thought immediately was the creator and I needed to have that conversation. So that's how he got into that thing. And then as I looked deeper, because I didn't watch any of his YouTube stuff before that actually happened. Oh, okay. Then I saw, oh, he worked on Mickey Mania. Wow. And then he, <laughs> he worked on this game, Jet Moto. Oh, snap. You know, Twisted Metal Black. And then I started going down this. I said, this guy formulated my my adult young gaming years so when a time where sony was going through different transitions brothers and sisters sony was at the sony's not the sony that they was now then nope and he made that so in in, in large respect he was the face of the brand he pushed the brand in the western market and he's the reason why they were so strong and were able to push nintendo and, and get Sega off. So uh, I just had to have him on, and I do appreciate no, everything seriously. that you did to make sure that he got this. Thank you again, sir. No, no, you're welcome. Uh, and tell everybody where they can find you, man. You can find me at uh, lordsofgaming.net and also ILP, that's uh, Iron Lords Podcast. 
Sundays at 1 p.m. LordsofGaming.net is a website that we have where we have writers, we do reviews, we have opinion pieces, we have uh, technology reviews. It's a big gaming And we site. also have walkthrough <laughs> It's really great stuff. Go check it out. I don't, you know, tout it just because I'm a part of it. I tout it because it's really good stuff. My mother went to the website and cried, actually. So, oh, that's um, nice. That's also, beautiful. Combat Talk with the King. Yes. That's Saturdays at 10 p.m. where you come in, have your drink. We could talk fights. We could watch the fight. I give you play by play, blow by blow, pause, or what's going on with the fight. Um, everything is constantly changing with that. Uh, I'm working on stuff because with everything, you got to have progression. You got to have growth. You don't start at your apex. You begin as a fetus and you grow into the person that you're supposed to be. Uh, uh, KOS is coming back. That's a king of statues. Yep. That's going to be a live show as well. Oh, wow. Because I want a level of interaction with yes. uh, the, the crowd. I think being a part of, I'm, I'm not one of those people that want to be on stage talking to the crowd. I want to be in the crowd with the crowd, talking with the crowd, having that conversation. So I'm changing my thoughts on how things are into how it should be. And the conversation should be ever revolving around each other, opposed to one person talking down. So that's that's how I view it, and that's what I'm trying to bring to the space. Yeah, no, you're awesome. The king of the statues. Um, it it's really cool because well, with the video format that you were doing, you were telling right. the history on the characters that you would be, you know, showing the statue for and everything. And I learned some stuff about characters. I was like, I didn't even know that, but. You of course you've read a lot of comics, and uh, it's it's interesting to, uh, to 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 just learn something new as an adult. And I go, man, I thought I read those comics when I was a kid. I guess I didn't know that. Like it's crazy, <laughs> but yeah, check them out over there on the Iron Lords podcast channel here on YouTube. King, it's always a pleasure to have you, man. I, you know, I got much love for you and the guys over at ILP. I appreciate you. You guys are family. Uh, not just friends to me, your family. If I'm ever on the East Coast, definitely hitting you up. Um, yeah, and and I'm going to be moving. I'm going to be moving to the East Coast um, yes, pretty soon, so uh, I'll definitely be able to uh, get to you guys a little bit faster. Um, anyways, uh, it, that was the show today, guys. Uh, thank you very much for showing up. And again, I'm taking a bit of a hiatus. Season one comes to a close. Uh, this is not goodbye, but this is until next time. Game on, folks. Please. All right, brother. 